Turn off the cruise control. It's time to press forward. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome everyone to a Divine Healing Journey podcast with two sisters on a journey, Tina Garrett Hightower and Wanda Mitchell Parenti. Today, we are coming to you live at the Bridges Golf Course in beautiful San Ramon, California. And we are here today with Elder Marvin Kelly. Welcome, Elder. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for having me. Of course. And you are our very first guest. I'm so excited. I don't know about you, but I am thrilled. What a wonderful way to start our podcast. Elder Marvin Kelly is an elder at the Well Christian Community Church in Livermore, California. He has been serving the Lord under the leadership of senior pastor Napoleon Kaufman for the past 15 years. Elder Kelly is a dynamic preacher, teacher, and evangelist of the gospel of Jesus Christ. His greatest joy is preaching the gospel and leading sinners to Jesus through his evangelism ministry, firmly subscribing to Proverbs 1130. The fruit of the righteousness is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. Elder Kelly believes the most important thing a Christian can do is put Christ first in everything they do in word and deed. His achievements are made possible by the grace of God and the loving support of his beloved wife of 36 years, coupled with the joy of being a father to two beautiful daughters. One of Elder Kelly's favorite Bible verses is Hebrews 12 and 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Of all his accomplishments, the greatest lesson that Elder Kelly has learned in life is to pray without ceasing, worship in truth, and to serve the Lord with gladness. I could just shout right there. (laughs) Amazing, amazing. So again, thank you so much for being here with us today. And I am so excited to hear all that the Lord has put on your heart to share with all of our listeners today, Elder. Well, I'll tell you, this is exciting. I'm so excited, you know, just to be a part of the launch and to share with you two sisters that I just know God has, you know, brought together for such a time as this to really uh, speak words of encouragement, words of life, words of hope, words of restoration, uh, you know, for the many people that are hurting. So I'm trusting God, believing God, that you're going to be doing a marvelous work unto the Lord. Amen. Amen. And we just, I, you know, piggybacking on what Wanda said, it's just honestly, uh, we're just so grateful to have you here because like you said, we've known you and to just be in the setting yes. and to be able to have our voices be heard through Jesus because we are at a point in time when people need this. They do. They, they need this desperately. And so we're just grateful. And what we're gonna do is our first episode is Family Ties. And like I was talking to Wanda and mentioning to her, we can't choose our family. No. <laughs> we're born in them. <laughs> yeah. We can't choose our family. And so we're going to start with the first episode, which is Family Ties. And the topic is Man versus Creator God. That's going to be our first topic because we feel that it's so important because we do have listeners that may not know who God is. Or they know who God is, but they've kind of strayed or they're just in between. So maybe this is a recap for them. And we just would just love your whole, your wisdom, your insight on this. Because it begins with who he is. The Amen. Praise the Lord, it does. It begins with him. Yes, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, just because in a, my age, our age, and, right. and I know that you guys are also raised in the church, you know, it's progressive mm-hmm. and Part of that is the unveiling of the Lord Jesus Christ. Many times when I'm talking with uh, either new Christians or those who are seeking, and they've commented about, they've 
read the Bible, but it doesn't make sense, or they've read the Bible and they fall asleep. And I said, look, I understand that. I too was like you, because I assumed the Bible was like a good novel. Whereas over time I came to realize it's the living word of God and without the Holy Spirit in me to unveil yes. what the scriptures are saying, it becomes too difficult for my carnal mind to even begin to comprehend it. Thus, you know, it's a perfect sleep aid one for the unsaved who is not seeking God for revelation. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to go to sleep at night, you're not saved, get the Bible. Read something in the Old Testament. You'll be out in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so true. That is so, so true. true. But so true. once the Holy Spirit's time comes to call you, and when you read one of the simplest verses, it come alive. And that's that first unveiling. You know how those, those Russian dolls, I don't know what they're called, but you know, you open one and there's another one inside, yes. and you open it up and there's another one inside. It's the revelation of things where you get a closer and closer look at God. The I first like one is the big picture, analogy. you know, but the next one is a, a better picture. And, right. a, and, and as you continue to pursue and to untop it, you start getting uh, unveiled. They pull back more curtains mm -hmm. and you start to see, wow, Jesus is real. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. I do. 100%. It's like you read that one scripture and you don't, you read it and you get one kind of meaning out of it. Yeah. And then you read it again and it's like, I didn't see that. Right. So we like the, the, the Russian dolls. It just can, it keeps unveiling. You get just different um, revelations mm -hmm. from one scripture. One. Right. And I can definitely say too, you know, reading the Bible, growing up in the church, as you said earlier, and reading the Bible and putting it down because I'm tired and about to fall asleep and feeling like I didn't understand anything I read. Yeah. But then going to church and hearing a sermon and that, that Bible verse is picked up and the revelation comes. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I thought I didn't get it. I remembered it. Yeah. God brought it back to my memory. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's like it was just illuminated. Yeah, illuminated. That's good. Yeah. Word. That's, good. Yeah. That's real good. Yeah. That's good. Because you heard it, you read it, and then you heard it. Yes. Yes. And the two come together. Right. And it's confirmation. Right. I love it. So going back to uh, man versus creator. So when I wrote my book, she who the sun sets free is free indeed. Um, and I said, I talked about a time where I was asked the question, um, how did I view God? As a little girl growing up in the church and you know, coming from a Christian home, I knew that there was a God. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when asked how did I view him, because of my relationship with my father, my earthly father, I realized that I saw God like I saw my earthly father. Certainly, absolutely. Which was good on one hand because I had so much love and adoration for him. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, he also left our family um, by choice. He left my mother and I. So I also saw God as being someone who might leave me. That's right. And then mm -hmm. grew up carrying that for a very long time, not being able to fully trust him because he might leave me because maybe I wasn't good enough. That's right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So That's right. I sure I'm, not, I'm sure I'm not the only one that feels that way. No. What would you say to our readers who struggle with um, seeing their heavenly father as a man? Well, you know, uh, that's not really that far off target for most of us, you know, because when we look at the progressive nature of salvation, first we're a natural man who can't really receive spiritual things because they're discerned spiritually. And then, you know, all of this, all of it uh, comes about through the will of God. You know, as we were saying, we're veiled or we're blind to it. Uh, we're dumb to it. And so we go through life groping about trying to feel our way through it. Mm -hmm. And so if a parent uh, 
shows us such great affection and attention. Uh, it's, you know, remember, we are created to worship the Father, right? I mean, that's how he created us, in his image, at his likeness. Mm. And so there's a, a void when the Holy Spirit's not there, but because we're designed to seek the Father mm. uh, and be natural, we're gonna, if, we're, if we're fortunate enough to have a Father, right. we uh, put that uh, investment in the natural Father, yeah. not knowing that he's prone to uh, error, sin, because we're all born in sin. That's good. Right. That's good, Elder. And I like how you just mentioned we put that investment yes. into that natural father and not that investment into our holy father. So what would you say to, say, a listener who is having a struggle with trust because of the disappointments that they've experienced with maybe a father wasn't present in the home. So it's like my dad wasn't there or a parent wasn't there. So how can I trust a God whom I've never seen, when that person who was with me all along abandoned me or they were yeah. there. That's hard, isn't it? We've all Look, dealt with that. Hard doesn't even begin to sum it up. Yeah. It's extremely difficult yeah. Yeah. Uh, because of our human nature, especially if someone uh, that we've looked up to, you know, uh, so, uh, psychologists uh, talk about uh, the uh, development of man and talk about the formative years and so I looked that up years ago you know when I was uh, just preparing the message and, and that's where you easily you're very malleable you know it's like if you're a potter and you've got some clay that you're going to make a, a plate or a saucer a cup or whatever you can form it to your own desire and if you don't know God and if the person is forming the cup the vase or whatever doesn't know God isn't prayerful, they're going to form it in their image after, and hear me, after their likeness. And their likeness is flawed. Their likeness is selfish. Because when mankind fell, they fell into self-preservation. So you can never go beyond uh, doing things uh, that reflect yourself, your will, your emotion, your intellect, your soul. And so, most of us suffer. Most of us have the difficulty. It's the rare event where they're not. That's why the scripture talks about us groping through in darkness, so as to feel our way through things, because we just don't see clearly. That's right. That's right. That is that is so good. That is so powerful. It truly, truly is. And to, to basically, and, and what I'm hearing, we just have to basically get out of ourselves. We do. <laughs> We just have to get yeah. move ourselves to the side. Uh, that is so exactly it. Right? And just get out of ourselves. And that takes work. Like you said, it's difficult, too. It is. Because, you know, we hear it, but how do we do that, right? You yeah. Know, and we know it's through the Word of God, but how do we steer that person when when they've just been just, golly, uh, disappointed and struggling? What would you say, Juan? Well, I could say for me, I just kept reading. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just kept reading until I was tired and sleepy. And I kept uh, going to church, probably mostly because I had no choice. But thank God, my mother didn't give me a choice. That's a good thing. <laughs> That's a real good one. But the one thing I can say is through my reading, through my assembling, right, um, with like-minded. Yes, like-minded. Ex exactly. Yes. Um, the Word of God says, study to show thyself approved. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It also asks that you uh, call on the Holy Spirit to reveal things to you. And so through studying, reading, and going, mm -hmm. hearing the Word of God, I got the revelation. Yes. The Holy Spirit did reveal those things to me. The Holy Spirit revealed God, my Father, my Heavenly Father. And I was able to... Uh, obviously, uh, get that con have that connection, build that relationship, um, draw near to him, and let him reveal himself to me, and 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 that's how I did it. I mean, a lot of people don't want to do it that way. They oftentimes will give up 
That's um, right. But I would say to anyone and everyone listening, don't. Don't yeah, give up. Right. Don't stop. Don't stop Don't praying. Stop. Don't stop Don't. seeking. You know, um, I get up early every morning and I seek, I seek God. And the thing about it is he never, he doesn't move. No, he's, he doesn't. He's right there with That's you right. all the time. So seek and truly you shall find. I know it sounds cliche or corny or whatever, but, but it's, it's real. Truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. But so let me get back to what you mentioned a moment ago, Tina, about trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, and trust speaks of what you can put your confidence in, uh, what you can rely upon. And that's what leads all mankind to trust in their own intellect, their own, lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge God. He shall direct thy path. But if you don't read the Bible to have it tell you that, don't trust your own thinking, your stinky thinking, <laughs> you're going to try and figure it out again. That's right. That's right. And as long as you're trying to figure it out, and you're going to resort to worldly methods Absolutely. for a spiritual problem. Absolutely. That's so good. You're, you're going to look to people. You're going to look to drugs. You're going to look to wealth, money, or anything else that will fill that void. Uh, and if you have uh, success with money, that will take you even further and make you trust in money even more because you, your uh, MO has now been reinforced Absolutely. by that temporary uh, gain. He said, oh, I can trust my money. And, I'm, mm-hmm. and now then you focus even more on money. Mm-hmm. Or if you get temporary satisfaction from a relationship, mm-hmm. let's say sex or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and, and you find peace in it, you find joy, you find temporary fulfillment, temporary. Mm-hmm. then you put your energy in that. Right. And you trust that if you want to be married or whatnot, you hope and you trust that someday uh, through the process, he'll ask you, let's get married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You trade sex for the hope of love mm. oh that's powerful that's powerful and, and, and you hope that it's a fair trade mm-hmm. you hope you hope that it's a fair trade because you want to be able to sleep at night knowing that you're trading sex for love mm-hmm. and if you really stop to examine it and discover that it's not a fair trade mm-hmm. and you know you've heard your grandmother say watch the man buy the coffee getting the milk for free <laughs> oh i've heard that one and that oh, is so true tiny, and it's the truth and, and going back to what you're saying on that trust, I know we're beating the trust thing, but I think so much derives from trust it does. and lack of trust in the fact that we put our trust in other people. That's right. Right. And for them to fulfill those needs, like you just That's said. That's right. We, and so now disappointment is on the rise. Now we're disappointed. Now depression comes in. Now mm-hmm. anxiety is there. And all the friends that follow with the cousins and the aunts That's right. and the aunts. Um, they're all there. And um, that's when people turn away, I think, also even from God because they'll they'll blame him. Oh, yeah. Why did, why did you let this? I trust why you. Why did you let this happen? Why did you let this happen to me? Right. So we want to not trust him, but then blame him when things go right. awry. Oh, you're right, right. That's right. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah. Right. And I'm certain that there's some listeners out here right now that are, are dealing with the same type of issue as we speak. But just know we serve a God that you can trust anytime, any day. And he's there for you. He will never leave or forsake you. Never. Just remember that. He will never leave or forsake you, no matter what it is that you've gone through. That's why he's our father. That's right. And with that said, <laughs> Elder Marvin Kelly, can you tell us a little bit about this topic why revelation is necessary oh yeah when i saw that question i was like oh yes i have a good one for you (laughs) and and nothing like your own personal testimony okay right let's hear it and so i must uh, share my experience my first true revelation of hearing god and uh, i was raised uh, at saints rest missionary baptist church in east oakland under the uh pastorship of Pastor James E. Lawson. And one Sunday uh, during his preamble, he hadn't really given the text yet. You know how preachers sometimes talk about this and that and then they move into their uh, sermon. Well, this particular Sunday uh, in the preamble, he he asked uh, this question and I'm asking you listeners, how many of you know you're saved? Mm. And I looked around the sanctuary and, and saw a sprinkling of hands go up. And uh, 
And I saw some hands go up that I expected, you know, that mother, Mother Smith. I expected her hand to go up. Exactly. You know, that's, you know hat, she's been, you know, a prayer warrior. Right, that's and, right. Uh, and singing those hymns, you know, Sunday in and Sunday out. But what shocked me is when I saw some new members put their hands up, right? But what you don't know is my hand wasn't up. And I, after this quick survey, looking uh, to the left, right, and behind, seeing some hands up and some hands still down, I'm like, well, Lord, how come I don't know I'm saved? I've been in this church for my life, you know, 20 years. You know, Mama brought her kids there. There's a young adult, 32 years. And I'm like, why don't I know I'm saved? Wow. And it was at that moment that the Lord opened my eyes to reality that I could know him. And knowing him means salvation. Mm. Knowing him and he know me, now we get to revelation. So I got to revelation I was blind. I got the revelation I didn't have a, a relationship with God. I got the revelation that I was religious and not saved because I've been at church for That's correct. 20 years. Right. I was serving way. on the usher board. Mm -hmm. I knew all the symbols, you know, for bringing me a, a, a program, bring me a fan. I mean, I was serving. I wasn't, I wasn't serving God. I was serving that church, that congregation, yeah. that club that I was a member of. But when I saw that some others had a, a perspective and a view that I didn't have, they knew they were saved. And where I came to realize, I caught a revelation that I was simply religious. And at that point, I, my wife and I, we left the church and we went on a pursuit of God. And I believe since Tina was about 18 months where I went to another Baptist church in, in Hayward. And because, you know, they had a good pastor and they had a nice uh, sanctuary and they had beautiful robes and a choir could sing. The choir can sing. Don't okay. forget about the choir. That's all. Yeah. See, I'm still, I'm still, I'm a seeker. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 there's some carnality there because I haven't really received the Lord Jesus. By the way, while at St. Press, I don't remember hearing anything about the Holy Ghost. It was God the Father and God the Son. I have no recollection about the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I had an incomplete view. Anyway, joined that church in Hayward. And while going through new members uh, class, I had a, a troubling in my spirit where, and I turned to Beth, I said, baby, this, this, this ain't the place where God wants us. Hmm. I, I, this ain't it, I'm not, I don't have peace yet. And so we, you know, didn't finish that, this mm -hmm. membership, because it wasn't it. So we then went to a church in Dublin, because we left in Dublin. Yeah, a little small little, uh, church, uh, 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 the chapel on the grounds of Camp Park. And they had more members in the band than they had in the, in the pews. <laughs> yeah, and, and the band was too loud. And, and I don't remember a thing there. We, I think we might have visited there three times. Here's the point, though. I had grown so frustrated over that 18-month uh, period of seeking God that I went back to Saints Rest. And one of the sisters uh, that I had told I was leaving, she welcomed me back with open arms. Mm -hmm. And I said, I ain't back. I'm frustrated, but I ain't back. Mm -hmm. I'm seeking God. I, 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 I'm still seeking God. Mm -hmm. And she told me, go to Acts for Gospel. And it was like three blocks from where I left. I mean, just three small blocks. Mm -hmm. I could have walked there within four minutes. And so I told her, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going next week. And she said, why don't you wait till first Sunday? That would be like three weeks later. I said, no, I've been seeking God for 18 months. <laughs> you want me to wait? And you tell me that they use the Bible, they're praising. I got to go there. I'm on a mission. I hope y'all hear me now. We went there, and the minute we stepped through the doors, the Spirit of the Lord fell on me. The Holy Ghost was so present, and the saints were singing praise and worship songs, and the pastor was reading from the Bible and quoting scriptures. Wow. And when we went through the, uh, from the foray into the sanctuary, the church was overflowing. It wasn't, a, it wasn't two seats side by side. And the usher led me past the, the last road, past the first row, up into the pulpit. Wow. Wow. And seated me next to Bishop Jackson. Seated me and Beth in the pulpit wow. on the first day that we were there. And gave us a view of worship from the pulpit. Hmm. Wow. wow. I, I leaned over to Beth. Oh, this is it right here. Wow, as you're telling the story, I'm just, so many things are, are going through my mind, but um, I'm just feeling, 
I feel your pursuit of him. I feel, I can feel your pursuit of him. I think from what you're sharing, it sounded in the beginning that you were pursuing, if I, if I, I want to make sure I say it the right way, it sounded as if, and, and a lot of us do this, mm -hmm. we pursue uh, a certain feeling from That's the right. church. That's right, we do. <laughs> we pursue certain activities in the church. Mm -hmm. Right? That's, that's one thing. But what we need first is, is, is the presence of the Lord. What we need first is the Holy Spirit. So I could feel the shift you had from pursuing those things yes. to pursuing the creator of all that's things. It. That's it. That's it so, right there. That's, that's it. it. That's it. No, Thank you for so sharing that. That's it. That's, awesome. that's, that's amazing. I think that many of us do that. That's though. right. That's but right. let me inject something you just said that I think really needs to be brought forth. And that, because I was raised Missionary Baptist, <laughs> I left there and went to Missionary Baptist because I was pursuing the familiar. Yes. Yes. And because uh, I wasn't spirit filled at that time, uh, it's like, okay, if this church isn't providing me what I need. Let me go find a, another one similar. And yes. so that's why I, I sought uh, uh, Palmasia. Nice church, don't get me wrong. There's no criticism, but that wasn't where God wanted me. That's right. That's and right. because God was the one that awakened that desire to know him. Mm -hmm. that's it. Mm -hmm. Now, the most important thing I can say at this moment is no one can come to the Lord Jesus Christ unless the Father draw them. Amen. Jesus said that in John's Gospel, chapter six. Yeah. No one can come to Christ unless God the Father draw them. That day when Pastor Lawson said that how many of you know you saved, that was God using him in, in the simplest of language to say, do you know, examine yourself, do you know you're saved? And the truth of it was, I said, I can't even put my hand up and say I know. And God said, I got your attention now. And that's what he wanted. And you got it. And even though you, uh, in your pursuit, <laughs> You went from that church to a different church, but I love how he took you to that last church, sat you there, mm. to where he was trying to position you to be, and gave you a vision. Gave it to me. Gave it to you. Because you didn't stop seeking, though. No. Elder, you didn't. But even the more. Even more. That's even more. And this peace. I heard you say something about peace. That's right. When that peace comes, that piece that, you know, that, that so passes all understanding, right? When that comes up on you, then you're like, yes, this is it. This is it. This is it. Oh, what a blessing. I might get in trouble, but I just feel like I have to say this. Say it. Say it. Because this has also been my experience. I kept also uh, seeing the scripture about, you know, many will say, in, you know, Lord, Lord, and in my name, I mean, in your name, Lord, or no, I'm sorry, many will say, Lord, Lord, and he will say, depart from me, for I know you not. That's right. Right? So I say that to say, be, just because we go to church, well, doesn't mean that we are saved. Doesn't right. mean that we know him. And this is the part I might get in trouble for, but I feel I have to say it. Speak the truth, sister. He's not in every church house. He isn't. No, you're telling the truth. He's not in every church house. He isn't. And that's just the truth. And everyone <laughs> needs to know that. And I have to say that because um, I've been in. That's right. I've, I've sat in churches. Uh -huh. Where he wasn't there, he I have to say he wasn't there, <laughs> and I too had to go on my pursuit. Mm -hmm. I, 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 you know, well, the truth look, if the truth kill a man, let him die. Mm -hmm. The truth is, many opened up churches uh, because there's easy money, mm -hmm. yes. many uh, <laughs> some uh, weren't called, they just went. That's right. They, they didn't have a calling on their life. Right. They didn't have an anointing on them. They weren't commissioned by God, mm -hmm. as you were saying. And that day, uh, Jesus says, many will say, Lord, Lord, have we not cast out devils? Have we not laid hands on the sick? Have we not healed folk? And he said, but 
I never knew you, you workers of depart from me, workers of iniquity. I never had any koinonia, any fellowship with you. That's good. That's powerful. That is so powerful. And if we have someone that's listening right now that says, Golly, I have been seeking. I have been seeking, seeking, seeking. I've gone from church to church. Don't stop seeking. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all things will be added. So just keep seeking. You hear the stories here. We hear the conversation. Don't stop because he's there. He's there. God is there. And I have to say to all my worker bees in the church. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and by no means at all is this a diss on churches. Please no, let no. me say no. that. But I just want to... To bring some clarity to my worker bees, <laughs> it is not by works. There you go. That's it. It is not. I have seen folks, including myself at one time, working my fingers to the bone, not knowing God. I think I have been going to church for probably almost 40 years. Yes. Before I met him, truly, 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 truly met him. You know, so it is not by works. It is not by works, so. Because, you know, we get caught up in how many ministries do you serve on? Oh. Or do you serve this or you serve yeah. there? And we lose track because you're so busy. It goes back to Martha and Mary. Oh, so. See, don't, don't, look, you stole that from my did, lips. Did I take that from you? Go ahead. Okay. I got something for that, so no, go, you ahead. go ahead. No, you, no, no, you, you set it up. <laughs> you, you, you set it up. No, I, I'll, I'll bring it home. Oh. We all, and if you, if you listeners do not know about Martha and Mary, well, basically, Martha uh, was was really upset with Mary. Really, with it's Luke, it's Luke chapter ten, verse thirty-eight okay. through uh, forty-two. Because she was just busy, busy, busy. She was busy, whereas Mary was just, oh my goodness, my Lord, my Savior's here, yeah. and I'm just going to sit at His feet yeah. and rest, yeah. and I'm going to hang out with Him. But do we find ourselves like Wanda just said? I've been guilty of being the busy bee. I have been a Martha. And guess what? From time to time, I still am a That's Martha. Right. That's right. That's <laughs> so, right. But I have to just kind of switch and go yes. into the mirror and right. rest at That's his right. feet. Yes. It's not about how beautiful the things. And they both had good motives. They did. Martin, there wasn't anything. She wanted to prepare a nice... Sure. Uh, 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 she was just so heavy, you know, some good flatbread, maybe some uh, lamb kebabs. Come you know, on. You know. she, that's all. So, and then she kind of got a little upset with, with well, Mary, did Just you? a bit. A little bit. Okay. But now let me interject. Because I was just getting ready to go there. Oh, I love it. And you, you know, <laughs> so uh, the anointed you went there. A couple of teaching points in, just in those uh, four verses. First of all, they have relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a beautiful thing when uh, you can call Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ, your friend. That in the midst of healing people, in the midst of casting out demons, in the midst of raising the dead, in the midst of feeding multitudes, that the Messiah wants to chill out at your house. Yes. God, the creator, we're talking about that. He wants to come and have a little one-on-one uh, -on -one time with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the most important part of that is what we've been talking about, but be more specific, fellowship. And so what Martha does, she comes to the Lord Jesus Christ with an attitude, like you already said, Sister Tina. And she says, Jesus, you care not that my sister left me to do the work alone. And Lord Jesus Christ says, Martha, Martha, you are careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful. And Mary has chosen that good thing, which will not be taken from her. And a couple of passages before that, it says that she sat at Jesus' feet to hear his words. She recognized the importance of being a servant worshiper, mm. not a worshiping servant. She put worship first, and mm. part of the fruit of her being a worshiper was service Powerful. at the appointed time. Yes. But she didn't put works above worship. She seized the opportunity when the presence of the Lord was in the house. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about church now, when the presence of the Lord is in the house. And Sister Wanda talked about this in churches where, the, where it God ain't there right. The Holy Spirit is not there. He might have been there and left, or he might never have been there. But if he ain't there, you will not uh, feel that peace that it right. comes from the, the Prince of Peace being in the house. Yes. Right. And, but 
But Mary chose that good thing, that one thing. Martha was distracted, is it careful and troubled? Cares internal, troubled external. Mm -hmm. By the things she saw. She saw that Mary wasn't helping her. She saw that Jesus was, uh, she was sitting at Jesus' feet. And she was uh, careful about, I got to fix this food. I got to fix this flat bed. And Mary ain't even helping. <laughs> Look at my sister. But here's the important thing. It's something that I shared with my pastor a couple days ago about that interaction. Martha took her prayer request to the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, no. That petition, tell her to come help me, was a prayer request. It was a petition that was taken to God. Mm. And he said, no. But in the midst of that no, he says, this is what's better. Many times we take a petition to God and don't wait for him to tell you what's better. Wow. Many times we take a petition to God and don't listen for the proper response from God. And we go on trying to do it through works. Instead of staying on our knees in silence, waiting for the Holy Spirit to give us, he says, yeah, that's good, but this is better. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, yes. He said, let me point out to you, your sister is engaged in the better thing. Mm -hmm. She recognized the importance of sitting at my feet, hearing my word. Because, yes. because I'm the Messiah, mm -hmm. I have everything you have need of. Because I am the embodiment of God, in my presence, the psalmist says, in the presence of the Lord is the fullness of joy. At his right hand, pleasures evermore. Y'all didn't hear that. I in the it. presence of the Lord is the fullness of joy. At his right hand, pleasures evermore. Goes back to his presence. Back to his presence. But most of the time, y'all tell me when you need me to stop, but most of the time, you can't stop. we seek the hand of God, which represents the blessings of God, without the fellowship of God. Oh. I can have, well, I do have direct deposit, and I can send money directly to my daughter. I have a daughter in uh, Brooklyn and a daughter in Oakland, and I can send them money automatically. They can just receive blessings from their dad. They can receive money. They can receive care packages. They can receive things. I just want to send them because I love them. Right. But if I don't take time to say, hey, baby, let's have lunch. Fellowship, a.k.a. relationship. Because that's what it's all about. It's all about. It goes all the way back that's to the right. beginning. It's about relationships. And in talking about family ties well, and the, the goings-ons in the family yeah. mm -hmm. and through our ties, if we would focus more on relationship, relationship. and put relationship above all these other things. I agree. I, that's powerful. That's a perfect segue. That, I, I love it. I love yeah. that. I love that. I think so. I love so. that. You know, relationship, family ties, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But Sister Tina mentioned just moments ago, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all those things shall need or shall be added unto you. Take no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take care of things myself. Sufficient the days of troubles therein. There we go again with those troubles, right? right. But back in the day when God created he and Adam had intimacy, koinonia, mm -hmm. fellowship, and relationship. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. The order of things is God and man, mm -hmm. and then man and wife, mm -hmm. and, and, and then other. Yeah. But if, if God is the first, like the most important thing I learned, just keep God first. That's right. Absolutely. That's the most important. Then you can trust. Then you can trust. Then you can trust. Because if he's first, you can automatically trust, which takes us back to... Um, we also were talking about, well, we didn't mention it, but that's when the shattered hopes and dreams well, fall yes. in place. Yeah. Because now you've trusted someone else, not mm -hmm. God. Now your dreams have been shattered and you're hopeless. That's right. What would you say to that person, that listener right now, that is feeling hopeless right now? Yeah, you know, it's to uh, go back and listen to what we said in the first part, hope. Are you putting your hope in that which is seen? Or are you putting your hope in the unseen? Uh, Apostle Peter talks about why would you hope for that which you see? For the things that are visible are temporal, and the things that are invisible are eternal. And we tend to place our hope on the temporal things, uh, be it uh, a husband, or be it children, or be it uh, ascending a corporate ladder, or be it having a nice home, or any of those worldly pursuits. Right. 
us. But all those things perish. But God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Mm. And the first family tie should be the tie between man and God. And then everything else uh, descends from there. That is just powerful. That just says everything. Absolutely. It, it just says it. And then, you know, I thought when you were speaking, that's when our hopes and dreams must line up with God. Exactly. Because we're out of his will. We're doing things like you were saying. goes back to Martha. Yeah. The no. Sometimes we're, we have the no. But we just ignore the no. Yeah. And uh, yeah. wonder why things aren't working out that way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it is just so true. Yeah, yeah. We wonder why we're frustrated. <laughs> because I expected you. And so I need to get back to something you mentioned, you know, those family ties. Mm -hmm. And what we, our expectations of our parents. And uh, we have the distorted view. Um, oftentimes it's born out of false expectations. Or expectations of greatness from someone who's flawed. Right. So let me put it that way. Because we should, I do, you know, I love my dad, I love my mom. Mm -hmm. But we have to kind of recognize that they're flawed individuals just like I am. Mm -hmm. And they can just do so much. They have limits. They have limits. That's right. And uh, for those, you know, when we think about, you know, she who in the sun set free, we're talking about, you know, your father and the family tie. But in my ministry, many uh, that I have encountered don't even know their dads. They know their mother, and maybe their granny, their nana, right. but they don't know dad. Right. All they may have is the familiar spirits that dad gave. <laughs> yes, right. That part, that part of the, the makeup of man, uh, body, soul, and spirit. All of us do have a spirit. It's either the born-again spirit or the small spirit of man, mm -hmm. which can be the familiar spirits. The familiar spirits might be alcoholism. The familiar spirits might be lust and sexuality. The familiar spirits might be fear. The familiar spirit might be cowardness. The familiar spirit, the one that comes through generations, mm -hmm. right. that you don't even, and if you don't know your dad, you know, if you, don't, if you can't trace your genealogy like through 21 and me or any of those, you don't, you don't know. And you don't know what you don't know. And you don't know what you don't know. Right. And you're wondering why these things continue to just pop up and occur. And then we're not careful, then we pass them to our children, and then our children's children. Mm -hmm. And then, then we get that revelation. When we get that revelation, not everyone has received it. But when we do get that revelation, God can break through that. Yeah. He can stop that. That's right. He'll and break he'll, it. He'll break that generation mm -hmm. curse. Right. He'll break it. He'll, he'll do it. He'll do it. I always, for me, it was... Um, I think a moment of process of elimination. <laughs> you know, uh, I tried to put my trust and hope in my dad, mm -hmm. and that failed. I tried to put it in my mom, that failed. As I grew older, I tried to put that trust into a boyfriend or a mm -hmm. husband. Uh huh. Yes. Failed. What happened? <laughs> Failed. Huh? You know. So, I got to a point in my life where I was like, you know what? I am going to trust him who I can't see. I know it seems crazy. No, it doesn't. It doesn't um, seem crazy. But why not? Yeah. I think I'm going to be crazy. I'm just crazy enough, as my dear yes. friend Sarah Jakes Roberts always says, I'm crazy enough to believe that I can trust God. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of an extremist. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be, either be all the way to the left well, <laughs> or all the way to the right. Look, you're committed. You're committed. I'm committed. Not one foot in, one foot out. I'm uh, yeah. I'm not straddling the fence mm -mm, here. Mm -mm. And I told God, I said, I believe you. I believe you, and I believe you're you're there. I am going to make sure because I'm going to hold on to your hands, 
and I am never, ever going to let go. Sounds like Jacob. Like Jacob. Yeah, like Jacob. I said, you're going to show yourself to me. Come on. I want to know you. I need to know you. Because by process of elimination, mm -hmm. nothing else works. So I'm, else. I'm saying this to my listeners, our listeners. Nothing else works. So be crazy enough to believe that he's got you, that he's there, that he will never leave you, that you can trust him with everything, in everything. Amen. And it's not a, it's not a failure. It's a setup to get you closer to where God has you, where he's taking you. And it's a process. And he wants us to kind of get tired. And I remember when I kind of got sick and tired of being sick and tired. Uh -huh. <laughs> and it's like, okay, Lord, he's going to get our attention one way or the other. Some of us are running. Some of us have run. But there's nothing like God. There's nothing like running to him. There's a song, I'm Running After You. Yes. You, 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 yeah, yeah. That song, we used to sing it at the Oh, that's right, that's right. I, I used to love Chasing that. after you. Chasing after you. After you. Chasing that's after it, you. chasing after you. And that's it. And he's there. He's such a gentleman. He's he's just waiting for us. Yes. Ooh. He's just waiting for that is us. That's so true. He's waiting. You know, it's so funny. I heard, I heard someone say, he doesn't chase us. <laughs> he just stands there. But then I was reading recently about the dance of the Father the Son, and the Holy Spirit. What was going on before he spoke things into existence? Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was this dance between them. So what I see is he certainly does chase you. That's a good way to he chases you and he stands there all at the same time. Mm -hmm. He's chasing you, but he's right there. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, the, the old folk, the old folk, I'm talking about the folk that, you know, that right now if they're alive, be 100. They would say, the Lord will slow walk you down. <laughs> That's a good one. Because his stride is so long that while you're running, he's just taking one step and there he is in front of you. Yeah. Or if you will, he's there at the well waiting for the woman to come with her bucket. Mm, that is so because funny. he knows where you're going to be at 12 noon. And he strategically places angels or people in your path. So that when you arrive at that well, frustrated, disappointed, dreams shattered, hopes uh, turned into hopelessness, he's there to ask you a question. <laughs> Will you give me a drink? It's a setup. It's always a and setup. Says, I got a fair trade for you. If you give me a drink, I'll give you living water. Oh. Amen. And it's always a setup, Elder. It's a setup. Always a setup. And then we see it, they'll go, you knew this, Lord. Of course I knew it. Of course I did. I set it up. I, I set it up. <laughs> and you might have some shattered hopes and dreams, but God says, don't stop dreaming. Don't stop dreaming. He tells his children. Don't stop. Don't stop, don't stop. dreaming. And he'll replace your carnal, sinful dreams with dreams and revelations. Amen. Let me get some Bible. The Bible says that if you delight yourself in the Lord, he'll give you the desires of your heart. Amen. It, again, it, 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 it requires a change of focus. That's right. Instead of pursuing the new car, pursuing the bigger home, pursuing the finest of clothing, if you pursue God, Come on. if you delight like Mary did, just mm. the key word delight, at sitting at his feet, mm -hmm. right. she delighted in worshiping Jesus, okay? Because she delighted in that, she got rewarded. Yes. Her delight was Jesus. Mm -hmm. And until our delight is the Lord Jesus Christ, we will not experience that deep uh, abiding peace. Mm -hmm. So delight yourself in him and your dreams will come to He will fruition. give you right. new dreams. Absolutely. He will take those old dead dreams, those dead work dreams, mm -hmm. and give you eternal life dreams mm. you right. dream of things that please the father instead of things that please you because your dreams and desires will align, align with, with his, his dreams oh, and so desires. you wouldn't talk that word that word align for your life amen right and, and say that again you do what i said <laughs> when you delight yourself in him then your dreams and desires will align with his dreams and desires 
for your life. And that's where the fullness comes in. And that's where the fullness comes in. Amen. That's where the fullness comes in. That's in, and you're no longer rattled by the ups and downs of the stock market. You're no longer rattled if your husband should leave you. It's the truth, right? Come on, you, say, you might make him a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and say, God bless you. Goodbye. Is that that peace that surpasses yeah. our understanding? Well, you, you'll never be anything. I mean, I got God and he owns everything. Right. They cattle upon a thousand hills belonging to him. The earth is the Lord's fullness thereof and they that dwell within. All the silver and the gold belongs to my father. Bye. <laughs> See ya. See ya. And once you get that revelation. That's it. Back to the revelation. That my daddy, my Abba, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. father owns everything. He got me. He got me. He got me. Wow. He got me. So family ties begins with your heavenly father. Your heavenly father. That's right. Amen. And then that's when the revelation occurs. Yeah. And that's when the trust is built. We have that trust. And then that's when our shattered dreams and, and, and hopes come alive. It all starts just sprouting yeah. right from here. That's right. That's where it starts. I just love it. I, I, I love it. Wow. Well, this has been great. This has been more than great. And like, I know that awesome. we can go on and on Which and on. Which we do. Which we usually <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is why it's a conversation because this is a conversation we have with Elder uh, Marvin all the time. And this I know, is just so nice It's just so delicious. This is, this is just so nice. A lovely conversation. Thank you so much, Elder Marvin. Oh, this has just been a blessing. Sharing oh, your heart, sharing the word of God. Yes. Um, we, we really thank you. This has been such a treat and such a wonderful way to start our very first podcast, A Divine Healing Journey. Yes. Your words have been truly healing. Absolutely. Thank oh, you. God bless Thank you. you so much. All yes. glory to God. Destiny. 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 Destiny.